gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. For those of you at home who, who can't see us, we are basically like like Zac Efron body types. What's the point of having a private if you can't get mauled every once in a while? everybody welcome to the you gonna eat that crust podcast i'm your host ryan wilson and with me today my co-host my co-homie seamus rogers seamus how you doing brother hey, hey i'm doing good calling from calling in from toontown <laughs> also with me to my right to my left to my perpendicular up down all around is greg hoey greg how you doing today excellent doing Fan. great Great, great. I'm glad everyone's doing great. This is great news. All right, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? Oh, well. Nobody's ever asked you that, huh? (laughs) I didn't think about that. We never ask you how you're doing. Ryan, how are you doing? It's not, it doesn't even sound like you're genuine, like, because we really never cared. Yeah. Until now. Yeah, I care a lot. Uh, Well, to be honest, guys, uh, you know, I mowed my lawn today. It took around two hours and 45 minutes. pretty tuckered out I, I was mowing down some plants that were like taller than me and all of a sudden i felt like an itch on my head and i looked in the mirror and there's this huge fucking welt in the middle of my forehead but it quickly shrunk down to size so you know no no cause for concern there do you bet you don't even know i don't know it's gone now though whatever it was was brief oh i figured it's i had like some sort of a horror movie yeah i had some sort of allergic reaction to the plant but my like my 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 immune system is so like advanced. It was just like nope, and then it was gone. You do have the prototype body. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Got to be in peak physical condition while making a podcast. Everybody knows that. <laughs> For those of you at home who who can't see us, we are basically like like Zac Efron body types, you know. So yeah, he wishes. <laughs> we caught. We got that thing that goes down on our belly, like that slants down, like that kind of like those two like lines. You know what I'm saying? Like down by the crotch, they go down there to make you look like you have like abs. Yeah, yeah, I do. Basically, I look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Like my abs are dirty. They look dirty all the time, but they're like super defined. Yeah, my back hurts, (laughs) but it looks like his. Word. All right, well, uh, you know, I guess it's time to get into it, folks. Today's topic is uh, our, our our favorite animated TV shows. Now, you know, animations had a big uh, impact on my life. I drew all throughout high school. I still draw now. Uh, I draw fucked up weird shit and comics. And, you know, uh, it's always been a dream of mine to have something to do in the field. But uh, here I am making a podcast instead. So, uh, I mean, you know. It's a big one. It's a big one, guys. Podcasting yeah. is a lot easier. <laughs> For sure. Mm. And the ultimate dream would be like a voice actor. That'd be awesome to be a voice <laughs> actor be cool. on a cartoon, any animated show. It would be the you, shit. You have the voice for it, too, Ryan. That sultry, uh, perfect podcast voice. Oh, come on, guys. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, 
Greg, why don't you kick us off? What's, a, what's an animated show that you want to talk about today? Well, let's talk about uh, Family Guy. Uh, 1999, January 31st, actually. Uh, it was created by Seth MacFarlane on Fox. It's actually on season 19 right now. But a quick little fact here, when it debuted, it debuted after the Super Bowl, and it was the Broncos-Falcons. Anybody know who won that game? Seamus? Ryan? Broncos? Yep. 34-19. to That was Elway's second Super Bowl. You know what a cost of a commercial on the Super Bowl was back then? Only like three-quarter of a million then now. It's probably like one and a half, four. It was uh, $1.6 million for a 30-second commercial. It's not bad. Yeah. What's it now? Four um, million? Probably up there, yeah. It's probably close to four or five million, yeah. Just guessing. <laughs> but do you, uh, the, do you think the ratings are going to go down this year? Like a lot of people are pissed off. NFL for super, political. The, the super Bowl? Not the Super Bowl, but the NFL in general. I think they're going down every year. Like I think sports in general have been like going down because people there's just so much entertainment. There's just so much shit to to watch, you know. Right. And some right. of it is like you know, there's also like political aspects and stuff for stuff. And then just people aren't they just going outside and not doing that shit or just playing games. Yeah, I mean, I love my Red Sox, but I've hardly caught any game, you know, games this season. I'm guilty. I've caught zero games, but then again, I don't have cable, so. Yeah, it's like any time that you want to watch, like, grown men, like, leap on each other, like, there's so much porn out there now, you know? It's a, <laughs> it's a fucking click away. I hear you. Well, in a wacky Rhode Island town, a dysfunctional family strive to cope with everyday life from one crazy scenario to another. You know, that's the Griffin family, Peter, Chris, Lois, Meg, Brian, and of course, Stewie. Um, I thought it was easily one of the best animated shows of all time. I mean, they're still pumping out great shows, and we'll we'll talk about that. But when The Simpsons was out, I thought it kind of eclipsed The Simpsons in ways. But Simpsons is still amazing. I mean, you can't deny what The Simpsons was, especially in our childhood. But I always thought Family Guy was better than The Simpsons. You should give Simpsons a, a rewatch, though, because I, I did that recently, like about a year ago, and it was it actually stood the test of time. It was pretty good. I haven't watched either show in many, many years, yeah. so I don't even know if either of them are up to par anymore. Yeah, they're both they're both great, but yeah, the whole like you know cut from one scene to another like crazy scenario. I mean, sometimes that's all they did. Like the whole episode was just like ridiculous joke after ridiculous joke. Sometimes they you know they swung or missed if. You know, I don't know. I wonder if they've gone through like a lot of writers because I feel like how would you keep up all that creativity for so many seasons with just like one or two people writing everything? Like they must have like oh, they have like a writers. they have like a fucking room. They have a room full of writers. But I'm sure that I'm sure they've definitely like you know got new writers or like moved on from writers and you know. But I believe there's probably like there's probably like twenty writers a show or something like that. I bet something like that. Right, but I imagine like said, I feel like you got to bring in like some fresh perspectives sometimes like every few yeah. years for sure um one of my uh, real quick one of my favorite uh lines there was when they were doing the two guys were like uh driving drunk eating chocolate and peanut butter and they get in the head-on collision the one guy's like he got chocolate in my peanut butter and then the other guy's like he got peanut butter in my chocolate and then all of a sudden that guy officer reese shows up he's like officer reese's here and he fucking <laughs> tastes it and he just fucking shoots them both <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true 
Shock them here, but it was one of the best things on earth. Absolutely, but just like little shit, little shit like that is what made that show great. And they were very smart. Like, no, no, I, I love Seth MacFarlane to this day. I think he's a super talented motherfucker. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, soon I, you know, what would it go two seasons before it got canceled? Mm. And I remember, yeah. uh, you know, I watched every episode, and then it uh, got canceled. And uh, the DVD sales, like alone that people purchased was enough to renew the show for Fox, which has never happened in the you know history of television. I like to say that I was part of that movement as well. I remember buying the DVDs as soon as I came out and I was fucking amped. I watched them so many that was, times. That was when people still bought DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. What, it was all about over what, the seasons. I wonder why they were canceled. I was edgy. It was just too edgy. Gotcha, gotcha. They weren't so, they weren't the, ready for this yet. Like we were kind of desensitizing ourselves to like humor. So they could have potentially been like picked up by like Adult Swim or something. Yeah, it, I mean, obviously a different world. <laughs> like you know, Adult Swim is very fucking edgy, and you know now you can get a little way with shit like on FX, like later in the night or whatever. They would have definitely got picked up, but they kind of actually you know probably helped create that stuff. You know, sure. What came out first, Family Guy or South Park? South Park. So how many seasons of Simpsons on now? Simpsons is the longest running. I'm surprised none of us I did know. South Park. That's a good. That was a good call. I, was I totally, for, I totally forgot about that. I don't watch South Park though. Like every every South Park episode. I, yeah, every no. South Park episode I watch is fucking hilarious. But it I just is. don't. It's still really funny. Watch like it. even the new shit in the pandemic special. And just, yeah, but I just smart. don't watch it enough. I don't. Well, I don't watch it. Can I, I mean, I'll say that for some reason, South Park's humor never spoke to me. Like to this oh, day, I was like, I feel oh. like I should like it. And I've watched enough episodes to know, but it just doesn't speak to me in the same way that Family Guy did. My, my, I agree in a way, but my thing, the thing about South Park is, is they're just up on all the current events. So it stays fresh and it's, you know, always funny yeah. because it's always what's going on currently. Right. Oh, yeah. The one where they build the fucking ladder to heaven or stairway to heaven, like, and then, like, the Japanese, like, trying to, like, they're like, we are building a stairway to heaven, like, and they, like, race to build a stairway to heaven, and, like, they just want to get to heaven to see if, like, they, uh, one of the kids, like, had concert tickets in his pockets. <laughs> they're, like, trying to get concert tickets. Some fucking stupid shit. And then, uh, the one with the Kyle, I think, or the, the little kid Ike was, like, sleeping with his teacher. And the guy's like, you're sleeping with your teacher? Nice. See, I nice. think the animation of South Park is the, the weakest link. Yeah, I think that turns a lot of people off. Well, but that, that's why they're able to crank out the episodes so fast, too. It's true. Because of the they're, style of animation they do. Yeah, they're doing some Hanna-Barbera shit. Yeah, for sure. I think it takes them, what, seven days or less than that to make an episode? Which yeah, that's insane. Up. Obviously, when you're doing animation like Family Guy, it's naturally going to take longer. Well, didn't Simpsons come out with a new episode every week? I mean, there was a season, I guess. But I want to give you that information, but I'm just, you're just going to have to wait till we till we talk about it. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. Now, perhaps. nowadays, you know, you're lucky to get like ten episodes in a season. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. All right, well, does anyone have anything else they want to say about uh, Family Guy? Don't I like so, it. Just keep doing what you do, whether it's Family Guy or new movies. I mean, I got to say, they're 
maintaining quality too. I saw an episode not too long ago where uh, they needed a new mayor, obviously, because Adam West died. And mm-hmm. uh, they had fucking Sam Elliott be the mayor. And they had to go approach him. And he had a mustache ranch up in the fucking up in the <laughs> countryside. Peter's like, can I play with him? And he just jumps in the tank and the mustaches are jumping all over him. <laughs> uh, There's another part where uh, Peter's in bed with Lois and she's like, you know, she's kind of uh, turned on by Sam Elliott. She's like, Peter, be a cowboy tonight. And like the next thing you look, she looks over and he's in a fucking clown cowboy rodeo outfit. He's like, this isn't what you had in mind, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you got a good Lois. Good job. Yeah. Good shit. She's awesome. Good I, I love her, by the way. She's great. Yeah. The actress, by the way. No, no. All right. Well, keep doing your thing. <laughs> keep doing your thing, family guy. We'll keep watching. Mm. Seth MacFarlane, Rhode Island. Uh, I won't probably keep watching, but I, I would. I would if I had more time. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I want to talk about uh, uh, Batman, the animated series. Now, uh, you know, this show ran from September 5th, 1992 to September 15th, 1995. So it came out when I was like 12. And, uh, you know, I'd always love fucking like comic books and action figures and shit when I was a kid. So, I mean, the, the, the way that Batman was portrayed in this show just fucking spoke to me so much. Like him constantly in the shadows and the fucking dope ass theme music at the beginning. And it was just like the ultimate show for me at that age. Yeah, Either you gents uh, fuck with Batman at all? Yes, sir. Uh, I watched it occasionally. I didn't like, catch it all the time. Sure, sure. I caught it pretty much every day after school. I mean, um, I just, uh, you know, it was developed by uh, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini. It had uh, Kevin Conroy as the uh, iconic voice of Batman, who later came back to reprise his fucking voice in video games and shit and other batman shows uh we also had fucking mark hamill with the legendary voice of the joker in that show and uh man he fucking killed it he is the voice of the joker as far as i'm concerned he does a lot of voice acting he really wants to be the voice of the joker yeah i think (laughs) i think he did the voice in arkham asylum too the video games uh and if you listen real carefully uh the villain clayface was uh voiced by the legendary ron perlman (laughs) Hellboy. Yeah, I went back. Oh, ugly. I went back and watched a couple episodes of Batman uh, for this uh, show. And, uh, you know, I just. Ooh, uh, that research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just put together a couple of my favorites. There was uh, the Two Face episodes, a uh, two parter where you see, uh, you know, fucking Batman's friendship with Harvey Dent and. Uh, his descent into madness and uh, the accident that turns him into the fucking iconic Clayface. Does Tommy uh, Lee Jones play him? Tommy Lee Jones is not uh, in this episode. David Eckhart. I thought it was Aaron Eckhart. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, I also watch Heart of Ice, which is the introduction of Mr. Freeze and his wife has fucking cancer and she's dying and he fucking cryogenically freezes her and gets all fucked up in the process trying to research becomes Mr. That's, Freeze. That's heavy. Yeah, it's pretty uh it's a pretty deep episode. I mean you gotta think I'm like twelve watching this shit and uh you know it's like wow this is a fucking crazy storytelling aimed at my age demographic. Seriously. 
And uh, then there was the uh, Feet of Clay, which was the Clayface episodes, and he was just a fucking badass character. He could turn his hands into fucking any knife or stabbing weapon that he wants to, and uh, you know he has a great showdown with a uh, you know, Cape Crusader. So yeah, Batman guys, I was all about it. I definitely watched it. Like I said, Big Seamus. I mean, I watched it a bunch, but not like religiously. I haven't seen every episode, but I definitely remembered Mark Hamill's Joker, and I remember the animation. It was a mm-hmm. good show. Yeah, it was. Like I said I just didn't. I didn't watch it. I didn't see. All, I haven't seen all the episodes. What was it? You said three seasons. Yeah, it was. It was a long running animation show for them. Uh... You know, but I mean, there was a shitload of episodes per season. It wasn't just your standard 24. It was fucking like, I don't know, 50 something or something crazy like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, 85, 80, 85 total episodes. I remember, like, back in the day, they could pump out so many episodes. And now, like, so we're lucky to get 10 episodes a season. Mm-hmm. I guess the production's a lot. And it's like rehash shit. Now. Well, if you guys had watched a hit movie, Wally, you'll know how uh, slovenly we're all about to become anyway. So that I'm movie is, yeah, that's the future, guys. Eva. Well, be on welfare. Well, yeah, we'll uh, whatever. Yeah, well, I think we'll get a we'll all get a condominium together, um, and um, you know it's going to be great. Great. It's all right. It's all good, man. All right, Seamus, what do you want to talk about, brother? Talk about an old one that uh, actually wasn't even supposed to be watching. Like, actually, actually, my mom didn't even want me to watch MTV when I was younger. I want to talk about Beavis and Butthead. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very edgy show back in the day. You know, like remember a lot of. Ki- a lot of care OG Karens really didn't <laughs> didn't appreciate the show at all. Um, so it, it was it was juvenile, but it just it had you know it had some charm to it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, actually, MTV pulled it from the air shortly after it premiered. You know, it's not because of any controversy; it's because. The animation staff couldn't keep up with the demand for new material. Uh, well, MTV was like the Wild West back then, though, for real. I mean, they were uh, they had you know that and Liquid Television, and fucking Aeon Flux, and all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I still love that shit. Yeah, I actually man, think like, I think it premiered on Liquid Television. To be honest, it's coming back, isn't it? Yes, I just read something on it. Uh, it in twenty twenty, it got renewed, so uh, I'm looking forward. And it's supposed to be like. Now, like a, a Gen X version of it, so I'm, I'm actually is it still Mike check, Judge checking it out? I imagine. I don't. That's a good question. Yeah, Mike Judge is the man, dude. He's he's pumped up a lot so, of good shit. Silicon Valley's great. Fucking yeah, I mean, he, King of the Hill's great. Shit. Yeah, I guess he used to improvise most of the dialogue during the music videos because he he voiced the characters. And... Uh, Beavis and Butthead was the first time I heard Ween. Yeah, how that's when they make fun of Push Up the Daisies. Push Up the Daisies, right? Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I guess uh, Shut up, Ween. we're named after kids that lived in Mike Judge's neighborhood. <laughs> Bobby Beavis was kind of an athletic kid that lived three blocks from Judge. 
But there was all, there was also a 12-year-old who called himself Iron Butt because he claimed to never get injured from a kick to the posterior, who had a friend called Butthead. Do you guys remember when uh, Iron Butt was, was blamed for that five, that death? That five-year-old kid who set like, a fire in the Ohio home, which ended up killing his little two-year-old sister. And they blamed it on being some Butthead? Yeah, the mother said it was because of their love of fire and arson and blamed the show. Maybe you shouldn't have let your five-year-old kid watch Beavis and Butthead. Right. So don't try and put your blame elsewhere because you're a bad parent. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> At least when I was watching it, you know, I was old enough to take it into my own hands. I mean, I didn't need to be supervised. Well, I will say that very news report, Seamus, is the reason my parents stopped letting me watch fucking Beavis and Butthead. It was because they probably it wasn't on the radar until this. Season. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, they just they didn't give a shit when I watched. I mean, I don't understand. Like, like, all right, here's Friday the Thirteenth, all those movies, and here's Predator. Oh, check out Hellraiser. I'm gonna draw the line at Beavis and Butthead because they talk about <laughs> fire. It's like, <laughs> now did I get in trouble a couple summers later for playing with fire, melting my action figures into new action figures? Absolutely. Was Beavis had the inspiration? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's say it did or it wasn't or was the reason that I burned and blew up and destroyed all my G.I. Joes, but <laughs> could have led some, cre- you know, some uh, credence to that. Uh, I guess uh, Marlon Brando was a Beavis and Butthead fan. No shit. Yeah, according to Mike Judge, Don- Johnny Depp told him that Depp and Brando would imitate Beavis and Butthead with Depp as Beavis and Brando as Butthead. And this occurred <laughs> when the two worked together during 1994's Don Juan DeMarco. <laughs> and Matt Groening, as well, was a fan of uh, Beavis and Butthead. Is it Groening or Groening? I don't know. I was just going to ask the same damn thing. <laughs> I think it's Groening. Yeah, I don't know why I called that. No, well, it's no. A lot of people confuse it with graining because I was conf- uh, like when I was doing a little research, I was like, "Is it graining or graining?" Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, apparently, uh, he claimed that he liked the show because it took the heat off of Bart Simpson being responsible for the downfall of Western civilization. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's fantastic. All right, well, I'm looking forward to seeing that shit come back and seeing what they do with it. Um, right. Anything else you guys want to say about La Beavis and La Butthead? La Beavis and La Butthead. No, I'm looking forward to the Gen Z Beavis and Butthead. Word. All right, Greg, why don't you hit us with your next pick? All right, uh, September 17th, 2009, FXX, created by Adam Reed. I'm talking about Archer, one of the smartest cartoons I've seen, and just one of the funniest as well. Fucking great, love Archer. Great animation, too. Yeah, I love that show, too. Yeah. Um, I actually saw a trailer for one of the newer episodes, and it looks fucking great as ever. So, I, yeah, I might actually dive back in. get back into that, too. Yeah. I made it like six. I made it past the space season, and maybe I think I did the, I don't know if the water seasons before the space season. I don't think I made it to the space season. I think it was the season before. Yeah, I think Brian Cranston's in the space season, I believe. Archer starring Massachusetts' own H. John Benjamin. Worcester Mass, 55 years old. Fucking love H. John. You know, uh, he's in so many t- 
fucking Dr. Katz as the son. He's probably my favorite uh, voice. Like, he makes me laugh anytime. Fucking, and um, Family Guy, you know? Yeah. Great delivery. Yep. Yeah, dry, dry humor for me. Yeah, like the scene he's got in Family Guy with Event Horizon. He's like, he's like, but I just saw Event Horizon. He's like, oh, you did? We got to talk about it. We got to talk about every scene. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Um, Aisha Tyler, what up? Judy Greer, who is also fucking hilarious as well. Yeah, fucking Carol, ass. Cheryl. Um, Lucky Yates plays Krieger. Adam Reed, the creator, plays Ray. Hey, y'all. And uh, my favorite... Amber Nash, Pam, Sploosh. <laughs> she's fucking awesome. She's one of the best characters. I mean, Archer's awesome too. That episode where he has cancer and he's just going around like fucking killing everybody uh, for making fun of his like his bald head or whatever. And Barry. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking Barry. That's how you get ants. Um, Dave Willis, who is, I, I believe he is... Um, He's, he's definitely a writer for the Aqua Teen Hunger Force and all that shit, but yeah. Nice, yeah. Great cast on that show. Smart show. If you haven't seen Archer, I'm sure most of our audience has, because that's our that's our fan base. I'm sure you've seen Archer. If you haven't, fucking get it. Uh, like I said, yeah. Jessica Walter, R.I.P., the mother. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. She was hilarious, too. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, I You know, my first exposure, like Adam Reed and the most of the cast from that show probably was... Uh, C-Lab 2021. Do you guys ever catch that shit? No, I think you had told me about that, though, because that's H. John as well, right? Yeah. Show's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I've heard multiple. I think Rick, uh, my roommate, watches that. Or watch that, I should say. It's not going on now. It's an older show, but yeah. I've heard that as well. But I think it just... I've seen it. I think it just looked weird. It was weird. It's got similar animation to Archer, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, the same, like, it, it's the it, same style of comedy, too. It's just... Uh, but it, it was less colorful. Well, it was meant to look like a fucking Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Right. Um, yeah, so check that shit as well. Yeah, I catch all the episodes on HBO, I believe. Oh, oh. shout out to H. Sean. Get it. And Adam Reed. I think Dr. Katz is very... Um, underrated as well i mean it was kind of like but he's just talking a therapist talking to comedians and then of course h john was his son and i thought his son was the fucking funniest one of all of them he was so fucked up yeah yeah. i used to catch um dr katz and the critic back to back that was a Uh, a great little i I love fucking john lovitz and that's that's another shout out that's a great show too the critic holds up i watched an episode not too long ago and it was fucking funny as fuck yeah it's good stuff all right, so uh, that comes back to me then, boys. Coming back around talk, again. I'm going to talk about uh, <laughs> probably, like, the show that had, like, the most inspiration on, like, uh, a young developing me and, like, my art my art style. It was uh, the Red and Stimpy show, uh, also just known as Red and Stimpy, uh, created by John Chris Falusi and uh, originally produced by Spumco for Nickelodeon. Uh, premiered August 11th, 1991, and ended October 20th, 1996. Great years. Another great show that I loved and I wasn't supposed to be watching. Oh, well, 
nobody our age should have been watching that show because it had so many fucking sexual innuendos, so much like crazy violence and fucked up scenarios. Like, it was definitely a disgusting show. No, it was not a good show for developing minds. That was my favorite part. It was like, you know, it was my favorite part about it. Like, just the gross out close up animation shots. Like, the episode where fucking Ren loses all his teeth and he just has the nerve endings hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. Oh, God. Definitely, like, a very strange show. It was bizarre. It was, it was, oh, it was I liked it. Oh, it was disgusting. Uh, powdered Toast Man who would fucking, like, part Powdered Toast, toast the Fly. <laughs> yeah, Powdered Toast Man was the There was shit. just so many random things in that show. Oh. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, very controversial at the time, too. Uh, unfortunately, the creator, John Chris Felucci, is a fucking huge piece of shit. Like, <laughs> fucking just grooming girls to come. And he's like, yeah, come animate for the show. I'll teach you stuff. Yeah. And then just, like, hooking up with young girls. And, uh, I mean, it was fucked up, man. He's not a good person. He was such a control freak about the show. And, like, like they'd scrap entire episodes and, like, he, they couldn't keep up with the demand as well. Like Nickelodeon's like, we need more fucking episodes. We're reshowing the same fucking like 10 episodes for like a year now. And you know, that eventually like he wouldn't even talk to Nickelodeon. He'd just have his fucking attorney talk to him. That's why he was eventually let go and fucking uh, new people took over. Uh, Billy West took over for the characters voices after Chris Felusi left. Uh, and went on to go, you know, do Ren and Stimpy through the rest of the ser- series. I don't know uh, if I ever caught, like, the newer remissions. Yeah, well, uh, there was a Spike TV version that came out that lasted two episodes. Because it was supposed to be for adults, and it just didn't work the same way, you know. Would you uh, notice the voice change, the actor no, change? No, no, he took over, and, like, the uh, like John Chris Felusi only lasted one season as a creator in The Voice. So seasons two, three, four, and five were all done by Billy West. He was an amazing, and still is an amazing voice actor. You wouldn't, you couldn't tell the difference. Um, yeah, the show was also huge. You know, it inspired fucking actually Beavis and Butthead, uh, South Park, SpongeBob. Like, I was gonna say, I was wanted to say it inspired SpongeBob because it, it, it's definitely like a similar humor. Fuck, yeah, like SpongeBob is a lot of fucked up shit like that too, with like him like fucking getting. The moisture sucked out of his sponge, or whatever, and his eyes yeah. fucking like like. There's a lot of fucked up shit that happens to SpongeBob. Yeah. Definitely a very similar art or animation style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went through and I watched an episode of Ren and Stimpy just to remind myself of how fucked up it was. In the beginning of this episode, like Stimpy and Ren are like starving, and Stimpy like goes to show uh, Ren goes to show Stimpy how hungry he is, and like peels his chest cavity open. You can see his entire internal system like his organs and shit and then stimpy does the same thing and it's just like he just has layers of fat underneath his skin <laughs> fucking they see a thing of hog jowls which is pig faces cooling on a windowsill being guarded by a pet baboon <laughs> fucking uh they try to go get the hog jowls like fucking stimpy peels his skin off and tries to crawl towards the hog jowls to disguise himself on the plate Throws his skin off and he gets mauled by the baboon. Fucking Ren puts a puppet on his hand of a female baboon and gets dragged through the yard and married to the puppet. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Stimpy puts on a disguise so he looks like a, a woman and he goes up to the house uh, to go get the hog jowls and the dad comes out and he's like, he's like, oh honey, it's your turn to go hang out with the baboon. He's like, what's the point of having a primate if you can't get mauled every once in a while? Like. <laughs> It was just so fucked up, and uh, 
yeah, I mean, watching it now, it's just like, what the fuck? It's like, no wonder I'm so fucked up now. Like, this is this is what molded me as a child. I mean, that's, hey, at least you recognize it. Stimpy was a cat, right? He was a cat, yes. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Ren was inspired by a, some famous picture of a chihuahua in New York, and that's where the inspiration came from. And um, they were originally just a segment on a, another show that was being pitched to Nickelodeon. They're like, well, we don't like the show, but we like the Ren and Stimpy. Like, let's keep them. And that's where they developed the show from. Oh, it's funny. Ren, uh, you know, was Mexican, but he had uh, like a Finnish or Dutch last name or something like that. <laughs> Ren <laughs> Owick. Oh, man. Yeah. They, they, they had the episode where fucking uh, the happy, happy, joy, joy episode. Or fucking um, Stimpy's brother comes down from Sweden, and they play uh, they play the famous board game "Don't Whiz on the Electric Fence." Like, yes, <laughs> don't whiz that, on the electric. That fence. some catchy songs like "Log." Ah, yeah, man. Log rolls downstairs, a loner impairs are over your neighbor's dog. What's fair for a snack and fits on your back? It's log, log, log. It's log, it's log, log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's log, log. It's better than bad, it's good. Everyone wants a log. You're gonna love a log. Come on and get your log. Everyone needs a log. Log, log, log. So that's all I got to say about Ren and Stimpy. Just thanks for the memories and for turning me into the man that I am today. Sure, definitely shouldn't have been on during the day on a children's network, but <laughs> it's going to show. Uh, all right, Seamus. Well, back to you, brother. Uh, I want to talk about Bob's Burgers, another yeah. H. John Benjamin. Yeah. It's just got such a great voice for, you know, and you would, you would need like <laughs> picture, you know, what is, especially like, Archer, you know, how, uh, you know, just strong jawed and is an you know, international spy. And then you look at him in real life. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't, he doesn't picture the characters he like, which, well, Bob, but at the end, Bob's case, he, you know, kind of does, but you know, it's, this is another strange show with strange characters and, um, like, I love Luis. Luis and Tina are a great character. Yeah, Tina is. Fu- I love fucking Tina. <laughs> that so dude Dosmu yeah. plays her. He's fucking so fucking funny. He's just so dry. And, and even Jeans matches yeah. the song. He's the dude who uh, wrote. He wrote that essay about that, or um, he wrote some fucking thing to the paper in Portsmouth because he got like a ridiculous parking ticket in uh, Portsmouth. Is that Eugene Merman? Yeah. 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 I guess uh, when they, when the show was first pitched, you know, they had a slightly different vision for the family. He imagined the Belchers as cannibals with their restaurant <laughs> serving as a cover for their dietary habits, which actually showed up in one of the episodes. Remember correctly, like they were like they were shut down because they thought it was like a something around that they thought they were serving human burgers, human flesh as burgers. That was awesome when they had the Archer crossover. Yeah, yeah, there was actually a few between both shows. I think, yeah, like the well, the, like the very first one when like they wake up and like it's like he's like flipping burgers as like <laughs> Archer. It's like where yeah. the fuck am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just awesome. 
Yeah, Bob's Burgers is great. Like, I've probably seen, like, the first two or three seasons of Bob Burgers, but I know it's, like, fucking still going strong. I'm just saying I haven't, I haven't caught, I haven't watched it lately, but another one I'd like to get back to and catch up. Yes. Yeah. I'm not time. It's definitely a great show. And Louise is great. I, I think a lot of people think she's annoying, Kristen Shaw, but I fucking love her. She's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Last Man on Earth, Will Forte. Let's go. I guess there's a, an official Bob's Burger comic book. Oh, hell yeah. I'm saying. And there's a actual Bob's Burgers restaurant in Westminster, California. Well, what are we still doing here? Let's go get it. I go for sure. I don't eat burgers, but no. Yeah, because if you're gonna eat burgers, you gotta go to California to eat in and motherfucking out. Uh, why would I go all the way to California for that? I'm saying when you're in California, because they're the shit, dude. The the In and Out burgers are the bomb. Is it? Is the name imply like you get in the restaurant that you go out, or how fast it travels through your digestive tract? Uh, it's actually fucking good, man. Like it's the best. It's the best burger I've had. Like other than Wild Willies, like it's quick, it's easy, it's and it's fast. Like they're out there in the parking lot, uh, dressed in their In and Out Burger uniforms, like taking your order. So by the time you get to the fucking window, or, like your shit's ready. It's but they have like lines down the fucking street. Like but it's fast. The place is the shit, dude. It's awesome. So they're basically just trying to tell you you don't have to wait. Yeah, I basically, the first ten nights at, uh, Cal- uh, I was in California, I think I had In-N-Out Burger, like, fucking seven times. And I was just all about it, like, let's get In-N-Out Burger again. Let's get it again. Let's was get that it again. first time having it when you were oh, in yeah. California? Yeah, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's only in California. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand how it hasn't been, like. I feel like I've seen it out of California. I mean, it, it's, in, it's in the West Coast. So you might have seen it on the West Coast, but it's not like anywhere on the East Coast. But maybe I don't know. I've been to California a few times. So maybe just maybe I do remember just seeing it there. I don't. Know. Oh, it's so good. It's so fucking good. The fries are good too. They're legit. Word. I've never watched Bob. I mean, I've watched a couple episodes of Bob's Burgers. I feel really? like I'm to, I feel like I'm supposed to like it. I just can't get into it. I don't no know. shit. Yeah. yeah. Go. Wow. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I think you would. Yeah, I think you. I think you'd like it if you gave it a ch- another chance. Sure, I don't but, believe you watched any. Uh, Greg, speak on it. I mean, graining, groaning, greening. We don't know. Thirty-two seasons. That's all I do know. The goggles do nothing. Um, Two seasons. Yeah, that's got. That's even animation aside. That's got to be the longest running. Like I said, when uh, Mel was visiting last time, we rewatched like a shit ton. Like we were just fucking binging it, and like like I said, like even the older ones, it just like stood the test of time. I was surprised. I was like, God damn, I just forgot how good this show really is. I take um, it back. I mean, like there's probably like soap operas, like General Hospital's probably been on longer. I don't know. Is that show even still on? No, no. Simpsons. Simpsons is the leader of the pack, I believe. It, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, but, uh, so 1987, April 19th, uh, the short, it was a short on the Tracy Ellman show. And after three seasons of that, it developed into a 30 minute animated show. Um, it's a satirical depiction of American life epitomized by the Simpson family, Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and let's try to, that was a pacifier. That was Maggie. Maggie. 
In Springfield, it made its debut on December 17th, 1989, and it is the longest-running American animated series, it's the longest-running American sitcom, and it's the longest-running American scripted primetime TV series. Also. How many episodes? Uh, fuck, I thought I saw... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, boom. Renewed on 331.21 for season 33 and 34. That will be increasing the episode count from 706 to 750. Shit, son. And uh, and on the uh, July 27th, 07, Simpsons movie came out and grossed $527 million, And there's been in talks about having another season coming. I mean, another uh, movie coming out as well. I don't know. Days of Our Lives. Has like fifty six seasons and fourteen thousand episodes. Holy fuck! Well, Jesus Christ! These are the days of our lives. Good luck. I mean, I mean, who's catching that? It's like Tom Brady. They're the Tom Brady of soap operas. Yeah, I'm reading here season fifty six. Woo! I don't know. Get out of here! I've seen fucking fifty six seconds of that show and it's fucking terrible. This bit says. Then it says episode two hundred eight though, but on Wikipedia this is fourteen thousand. I feel like every like mom or like housewife or fucking uh, house dad oh, who are watching that, they're like, I know it's terrible, but I still watch it. Like my like mom used to say that shit all the time when I was younger. Like I know it's bad, but I still watch it. It's, I just like it. It's like, oh my god! This, this soap celebrated its fourteen thousandth episode on December seventeenth, twenty twenty. Jesus. I wonder, like, how many times they've they've done the same like story, you know, you know, plot or whatever. I feel like they've probably done it like a dozen times over, like, but in a right. different iteration. It's people being passed around like meat. I feel like you know, I, I, a lot of babysitters as a kid, and like my parents would like drop me off, or my mom would drop me off rather, and. You know, they're like, all right, great. We're going to have a great super duper day together. Bye now. And then my mom's like, all right, bye. I love you guys. And then as soon as the door is closed, like, all right, now shut the fuck up. My stories are on. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds all right. Felt like that was a reality to me back then, maybe. Um, Fucking soaps, bro. Yeah, they're pretty shitty. They're awful. The acting is terrible. But any uh, favorite uh, memories? Like one of my favorite quotes, um, I, obviously the goggles do nothing. But uh, when Homer is trying to um, impersonate Mr. Burns and he goes up and he's like, he's like, hello, I am, my name is Mr. Burns. He's like, all right, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, or the Moo Moo one where he was just too fat. He got the Moo Moo and he got like fat and he was, he was like, sorry, your fingers are too fat to die. <laughs> yeah. He set up that little bird that would just keep tapping yeah. the key for it. And then that caused a nuclear meltdown. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, such a great show. Fucking, like I say, my favorite character would be fucking Mr. Burns. I love, I'd be such a fucking asshole. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. And that, I mean, uh, you know, the shit with Ned Flanders, like whenever he takes off his shirt to mow the lawn or whatever, yeah, he's fucking like Jack, totally cut. Jack. Yeah. Stupid Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> Two sexy, sexy bodies. <laughs> yeah, and of course, every fucking Halloween episode delivered. Like, there was always, like, a, a thing. Like, you'd be like, oh, shit, it's Simpsons Halloween. Like, let's Treehouse of Horror? Yeah, Treehouse of Horror. Let's get yeah, the popcorn ready. Fucking oh, that was that. 
that was another time my life was censored as a child because obviously came on when I was young. My parents would let me watch it, but my mom was like, you can't watch the Halloween one. I'm like, oh. fuck. <laughs> really? Like, how do they, they know about the Halloween ones? I don't know, man. They were watching it in secret. They weren't telling you they were actually Parental networking? I don't know. One of the best ones is when, uh, like, it was the zombie one, and he's like, she's like, you shot zombie Flanders. He's like, oh, he was a zombie? <laughs> they come up to him, and they're like, brains, and they just tap on his head, they're like, brains, and they just move fucking on, and leave Homer alone. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, man, I mean, so many great characters, so many memorable episodes, uh, just, uh, you know, it's something I can, it's like comfort food almost. You can always come yeah. back to it. It doesn't matter where you are, you Get know, the universe, <laughs> just put it on and it's still there. Fucking Ralph Wiggum. So many precognitive tellings of the future. Oh, yeah, yeah been, right. Uh, I remember an episode where there are like two FBI agents laying on the hood of a car and they're like, is there anything puffier than a cloud? And they're like, well, if there is, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what about police cops? Fucking when like Homer Simpson, it comes out like Homer Simpson's like this fucking badass like character and shit, and then like and that's the pilot, and then when the show comes out, they like completely rewrite the whole show, and it's like he's a fucking like bumbling fool, but he like went out and bought all the scarfs and shit, and like his uh, catchphrase was like, "What's your catchphrase, Homer?" They're like, "Uh oh, spaghettios." <laughs> And then, like, Carl's like, do it, Homer, do it. Say, oh, spaghettios. And, of course, Carl and Lenny, come on, don't get anything in his eye. I wasn't <laughs> supposed to get pudding in my eye. <laughs> One of the greats of my uh, collection of action figures is I have the Carl and Lenny Simpsons <laughs> characters. Hell yeah. All right, well, that wraps up for Simpsons, then, I take it. Do you uh, think, Simpsons? Get it. I'm just going to talk about, real quick, I want to talk about the X-Men animated series that I watched as a kid. It was another one of those shows that was on, like, right after I got home, so I'd have a fucking, like, Batman, X-Men block to watch when I got home, and uh, just seeing Wolverine do his thing as a young man, and, you know... I think the new episodes were on Saturday morning, weren't they? Uh, Yeah, yeah, that and Spider-Man, Every Saturday morning, I love X-Men. Yeah, the show was great. They had some pretty you know, epic stories in it, like fucking... They did the Phoenix Saga, which was like a fucking, I think, seven parts or some shit like that. You yeah, know, that which was a great didn't, show. didn't happen a lot in TV shows when you were that young. Um, I mean, they did a whole Weapon X thing, the show in Wolverine's origin, and... Uh, they covered a lot in that show, and I don't even think it was that long of a running show, but... It was, uh, it was actually um, one of the longest-lasting series on Fox Kids. Huh. And uh, yeah, one of the I most acclaimed it. and successful to date. Even like, you know, in the in the the, the Sentinels were badass in that. Like, yeah, they were. The story yeah. arc there. Yeah, where they they had well, also in the first episode, they had one of the main characters die right in the first episode, which is you know not Love something it. to happen. And get, it was morph Ricky. <laughs> That's all I you know. I just remember Wolverine saying that a bunch of times in the episode. Morph. 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 <laughs> R.I.P. Morph. Yeah. He comes back. Of course comes he back and, uh, Mr. Sinister brings him back to life and messes with the whole team dynamic and shit. And, you know, but uh, it was just a great show. I mean, I, it was. There were a lot of good characters that they brought into the show. Yeah. 
not that they don't have a lot they can pull from, but. Well, now, you know, at least it was straightforward that now X-Men is so convoluted, you can't even jump in any of the issue one of the new series because you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. Cyclops has died like a dozen times. Is, Professor X is a shadow. Is X-Men part of the MCU? Uh, supposedly, it's coming for this next phase. We're supposed so to they're going to pull them into the fold? Is that That's because Disney bought Fox or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Disney, whatever they worked out, whatever with Fox, and yeah, I guess they're setting shit up now, and like you're starting to see rumblings of mutants being made, and MCU so, is just getting hard to keep track of. But I would like to see X Men coming back into the fold. Yeah, like well, I said, and Loki opens up a lot, like with like the whole fucking time shit and stuff. That's like yeah. it like opens up a fucking shit ton of stuff they can do. Yeah, I don't but, know why they had to go there through that time shit just to make it. They were actually doing a pretty good job keeping the timeline together. It, it, Loki wasn't super confusing. I thought I thought it was pretty cool, and it, was, it wasn't that hard to follow. I think you'll dig it. Give it give it a couple episodes. It it picks up, but if I mean if you haven't seen Cap, I mean uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'd watch that first. That shit's awesome. Watch it first because it will matter in the timeline, or just just because it's that. better and. Probably, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that really has anything to do. I didn't notice any, you know. Because Loki stepped out of the timeline and just they went off track, do what they want. I mean, I'm just saying. I it, that was just one episode. I'm sure they probably pull it together and work over. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was cool. I, I think that guy is one of the better actors in the in the MCU. Oh, I agree. I like the guy that plays him. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Like I mean, a lot a lot of those. Like I mean. A lot of those guys are great and getting yeah. a lot of stuff, you know. But, yeah, no, they they did a good job casting around him, but yeah, he's he's definitely probably one of the better. Yep. And like I said, I, I like I like the Loki character, even though he's kind of getting shit on and stuff. And I just thought like this this one made me laugh too. There was some fucking funny ass shit there, and Owen Wilson was great. Yeah, I've always liked Loki too, even in you know. Other, not even just the MCU, he's always been, you know, an intriguing character or demigod or whatever. Yeah, just keep on, yeah, it's it's good. The trickster. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I believe Seamus had one more he wanted to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, probably my current favorite cartoon that I, that I watch, and uh, it's Rick and Morty, Adult Swim. It's just a, it's just such a witty, you know, that they watched all the animations amazing. I think every episode is hilarious and entertaining. It's just, it's just, it, it basically taps into your imagination. All the things that, you know, it goes so many different places, so many different dimensions and planets and aliens. And it's just a very creative show. So many possibilities. Endless. Yeah. But, I fought yeah. it. I love all the fight scenes in that show and shit. They're yeah. hilarious. Yeah, like just <laughs> Rick has just always got some something up his sleeve. You know, he's always got got a device or a way out of it or Yeah. You know. He's basically <laughs> he's almost like a god on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fought that like I fought Stranger Things. I'm like, it was just so popular. I was like, oh, I don't want to fucking watch it. And then, like, when I watched it, it, like, totally lived up to the hype. Fucking super, super smart show and, like, right up our alley for our humor. I just think it's getting better. Yeah. And 
And even though it's not really like like a a show that goes in a linear level, I mean, but there's still like it does kind of like follow. It's not like every episode's every episode's like all got its own story, but it also kind of like still stays us, you know, all pulls it all together in some yeah. ways. It's got good character building as well, too. I mean, like, you still, you recognize the characters and, like, you get to, I don't know, I think, uh, obviously Rick and Morty are the main characters, but, you know, you get to know the family a little bit more and they get some, they get a little more episode time. I love fucking the, the Jerry. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Justin Roland, he, the creator voices both Rick and Morty, plus, like, half the characters on the yeah. show. He's a super talented guy. Yeah, totally. I guess uh, the shine of the show it was ba- it was like it was based on like a parody of Back to the Future, <laughs> you know. That makes sense. Doc yeah. and Mar- Doc and Marty. Yeah, I didn't really know that. Yeah, I can see that. Well, you see the animation, you can almost see that too with the fucking crazy hair and. Yeah, I guess he he had done some a series of shorts called The Real Animated Adventures of Doc and Marty, and uh, <laughs> he was basically like. Pushing the limits, saying if they were gonna like sue him or you know shut him down. And uh, so yeah, Rick, Rick is the grandfather of the family. You know, he's basically he's like not known as the very <laughs> good father. He's got his his daughter has you know daddy issues because I guess uh, he hadn't been with the Smiths for long. I guess he joined. Apparently, according to the creators, he joined the family only one month before the pilot after being absent from his daughter's life for 20 years. <laughs> so he just saw some pop back in their life and you know, moved in with them. Fantastic. That's an interesting fact about the um, Back to the Future stuff because it's almost, like you said, he just like it's like the same thing, but you just like push it to the limits. It's like Back to the Future, push to the limits, like insane. Like, that's, yeah. that's awesome. I mean, that show is insane. Push to the limits. It's your imagination. It's just very creative, very edgy. Definitely a mature show. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, she. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jerry. He's, even Jerry with Chris Parnell's voice. You know, voiced by Chris Parnell, the the father. He's, you Would know, you like to design an app? He's just such a funny character in it in itself. You know, fucking alien with the pushover. I guess uh, Brian Cranston auditioned for the role of Jerry. No shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he would have been a good Jerry. I think he yeah. would have been a good Jerry, but he just it wouldn't be Chris Parnell. Yeah, Chris Parnell's just got that voice. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I think Ryan Cranston could have been a good Jerry, but Chris Parnell's just got that very because dude, because uh, Brian Cranston's fucking got the comedy chops too. I mean, he was yeah. obviously in Malcolm in the Middle, and he was in Seinfeld as well, and he fucking right. killed it. I agree. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's not even that Jerry's that funny. His character's funny. Well, Chris Parnell, Chris Parnell, yeah, he he does have that voice though. You're right, like he has almost got that H. John Benjamin voice, where like, yeah, yeah very distinctive. Yeah, yeah, very distinctive, very good voice actor. And he was on Walk Hard. Shout out to Dewey Cox. Uh, yeah, actually, there's four seasons of the show now, and uh, I think after season three, you know, they were renewed for 70 more episodes, so it's hugely popular. They're on top of their game, and they're just still loving doing doing the show. The creators don't want it to end. They're having fun. Yeah, fucking rules. Show's awesome. Right on. Yeah, Dan Harmon holding it down. You guys, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so I guess uh, Justin Roiland 
pitched three different animated shows to Fox, you know, before, before, you know, Dan Harmon approached him and brought him in. Good shit. Good deal, yo. Because Dan Harmon's like huge in like Adult Swim, right? He does a lot of shit. Yeah, he does a lot in general, you know, community, he wrote community and all that shit. That's right. You guys should check out when they um, uh, they crank call Joe Olstein as Rick Sanchez, and like I got a lot of money. I want to talk to Joe Olstein. Check <laughs> it's, that out. It's fucking hilarious. Actually, Dan Harmon, I did read that, and that made me want to go check out Community and the fact that you pushed, you've spoken highly of it. Yeah, I enjoy it. Good stuff. I enjoy it. Good stuff. All right, well, anything you guys want to say in parting? I like turtles. Um, no, I'm good. I, was, I, want to, I want to talk about Disney for a moment. Well, all Disney, right. Like live action remakes, all the cartoons, the, uh, you know, the, the uncreativity and greed of Disney. Where they just kind of remake all the same shit because they just want money. Okay. And the MCU is starting to turn into the same shit. Just, oh, I mean, you line up for the MCU coming out. <laughs> What's that? I said they are owned by Disney. Yeah. They're just, they just like, so there's a whole list of like the Jungle Book, 1994. They, you know, the animation was older. They remade that. 101 Dalmatians, 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> Uh, 101 Dalmatians, 1996, 102 Dalmatians, year 2000, Alice in Wonderland, 2010, Maleficent, 2014, Cinderella, 2015, Alice Through the Looking Guest, 2016, The Jungle Book again in 2016, Pete's Dragon, 2016. Let's Beauty. go with that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. The remake was terrible. The live action was awful. I just want a fucking apple steamed by a dragon right now. Beauty and the Beast, 2017. That one was kind of funny. I mean, I liked uh, Garçon's character in it. He was funny. And the guy that played him was good. But most of these aren't that good. Christopher Robin, 2018. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, 2019. The Lion King, 2019. Aladdin, 2019. Dumbo, 2019. Lady and the Tramp, 2019. 2019 was a lot of live-action remakes. Mulan, 2020. Cruella 2021 and upcoming we've got the Little Mermaid to be TBD Snow White and Seven Dwarfs TBD Lilo and Stitch TBD The Hunchback of Notre Dame TBD Pinocchio Bambi Robin Hood Hercules Peter Pan and Wendy so what you're saying is they running shit <laughs> right the greed of Disney I mean yeah they pretty soon they're gonna be fucking flying to space <laughs> You know, they're just going to launch the fucking Magical Kingdom into space. <laughs> launch well, Bezo- Bezos, Musk, and all the Disney into one rocket. <laughs> and not let him back. Let him fucking colonize Mars. <laughs> Take your money out there see what good it does you. <laughs> the, the money does not sing. Well, Seamus, uh, obviously it's hard to come up with original ideas because you know, everything's been done, so you might as well just regurgitate what you know and sell it to a new audience. All right, I didn't I didn't realize it was that crazy. 
But I mean, Cruella is not really a remake. I mean, Cruella is kind of an original thing, and I heard it was actually good. But well, okay, okay, uh, but stop right there. Is Cruella someone we want to glorify? No, exactly. I, I'm not saying that. I, I I just I don't understand. I that mean, me way. personally, yeah, let's, let's so, glorify her. It was there was 101 Dalmatians was the remake, and then they did 102 Dalmatians, and then Cruella. It's not that it's a remake of the original. It's the fact that they just keep using the same. Story, you know, obviously, right? Now. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind them doing a, a, a remake of, like, you know, making a live action movie, but like to do all of them and get so greedy is, yeah, it's this kind of, yeah, to, to, to do them is one thing, to do them good is another. If you're gonna, it's all part of a shared good. universe, guys. Pretty soon, the seven dwarves are going to be in Marvel, Luke Skywalker <laughs> is going to be in X Men. Like, another so. thing that Disney's gonna fucking ruin the Star Wars. She's gonna keep pumping that shit out. What do you mean it's gonna ruin MCU? <laughs> Star Wars has been kind of weak. Disney is the, is the best and the worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars. Hey, you know what? I get a Boba Fett show, alright? That's all I care about. Yeah, and it was terrible. It hasn't come out yet, Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> He's going back to the future. Is there gonna be a Boba Fett show? Yeah, bro. Oh, nice. I thought you were just talking about the Mandalorian. If you caught all of the Mandalorian, you would have known. Yeah, that bro, bro, shit. <laughs> Why does he like come in at the end, Boba Fett? Shame the whole Spoiler second alert. season is pretty much Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Does he actually come in, or is he just they talk about him and he's like he's teased? Bro, it's so much to get into, but Boba Fett's back. Hey, stop I it! Get it. Get I couldn't get through the first it. season. Well, you're spoiling it. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Well, keep your Obi-Wan eye out. Obi-Wan does look good, though. I, I do want to catch that. Is there a trailer for it? Yeah. Check oh, it out. Cool. Looks, looks really good. Check it out. Ewan yeah, McGregor's back. Yeah, Ewan McGregor reprises his role. And, and guess well, what? He well, has the high ground. Good. He has the high ground the whole time. Oh, shit. Well, I know where he dies, so I know he survives, so it's not going to be that exciting. I'm like, oh, fuck. How is he going to get out of this? Is he really going to? Is he going to use the Force? Maybe. He's probably not going to die on the Seed show. Yeah, I'm assuming not, unless they, like you, unless it's fucking Obi-Wan, the fucking, the older years, and then it, like, ends with him dying by Darth Vader. It's just him living out in the fucking Tatooine. I feel like they should. I feel like they could redo that battle fight scene better. I think they could do an Obi-Wan show set in Tatooine, but like Cheers, you know? When he's he's just the hermit and he's not actually doing Yeah, they all go to the cantina to drink. You got got funny adventures and social commentary, and it's going to be great. What about a spinoff, a Hoey one Kenobi? I don't think anybody needs that, Greg. I mean, I'm a Padawan. I'm ready to learn. I feel like there's enough Greg out there as it is. I am a Greg with one G, so maybe that is for a job with a Greg with two Gs. Fuck! (laughs) You're just always going to be a Padawan to a Greg with two Gs. Two G Greg is a fucking Jedi Master, and I'm just a fucking pawn in this game. I'm just a Padawan pawn with the... The cotton robes. I don't have the nice silk ones. I got cotton ones. And they're fucking itching my legs. They're very itchy. It's not even a breathable cotton. No. Stinky BO robes. Ugh. <laughs> Nobody wants that. 
Mm. All right, folks. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this conversation. Stay tuned for some other shit. All right, Greg, I understand that you have some would you rathers for us today. Yes. Animated edition. Ooh. Okay. Would you rather be married to Lois Griffin, Marge Simpson, Lana Kane, or Phoenix? I guess probably Lois. She seems pretty handy around the house and stuff. I'm, uh, I'm going with Lana Kane. I'd hit that. Hot and, and life would be interesting. Yeah, that would be and my choice as well. Yay. Too interesting. And she, and she would uh she would she would protect me from any intruders. Sure. She got them big hands. <laughs> <laughs> Lana <laughs> Good answers. Good answers. Okay. Plus, she's probably loaded. Yeah, she's a fucking spy slash assassin slash hot. She's a cartoon, right? I'll take Aisha Taylor. Aisha. I'm thinking about Aisha Taylor, but she's yeah. still like drawn close to her, you know. And I swear to God, that cartoon—it you can have sex with it somehow. <laughs> anyway. Should have put should have put Jessica Rabbit in there. Oh shit! Well, that's a movie though. I should have though. You said animation edition. Yeah, you were you were correct, sir. Fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit versus Lana Kane. I want to get in that threesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys, it's Sunday. You guys are chilling at the bar, and it's on fire. The bar's on fire. Who would you rather depend on to save your life? Homer Simpson or Peter Griffin? Boy. I mean, I would love to have those two as drinking buddies. <laughs> I feel like Homer is the safer answer. I feel like Peter would just be holding like my charred corpse and you know, it cut away to him like, Oh, thank God I saved you. And then look <laughs> over and I'd just be like a charred corpse in his hands. But does Stewie love his father? Would he like devise a way to save him if you were drinking buddies with him? If you, if like you, you're talking about falling in line with Stewie here, like get buddy buddy up with Stewie. <laughs> well, just being next to his dad and being in a situation where Stewie would put the fire out because it's not Lois. He wants to kill Lois, but I never. I guess he's kind of ambivalent. Peter. Yeah, he doesn't really. You know, he probably wouldn't like. You know, he would probably like. Plot to kill him. Yeah, and then he got out and he'd be like, oh, oh well. <laughs> yeah, I think Homer's not quite as moronic as, as Peter Griffin, so he might be a little more help. So you both choose Homer? Yeah, I think so. All right. Homer J. Simpson for the win. Would you rather have a talking dog friend, a talking robot friend, or a talking alien friend. Ryan. Totally going. Uh, well, you know, Rocky 2 taught me that the safest bet would be to have a talking robot. And if I have a robot, I'm not going to be like under investigation by like, you know, NASA and the CIA and all. I've seen E.T. I know how that shit ends. Last thing I need is like a big plastic dome over my place, my kids being all scared, and their favorite alien being taken away. I don't need that in my life. See, if you've watched American Dad, 
you know that he stays under the radar way better than E.T. <laughs> and uh, I'm going with Alien Friend because I'm curious. I want to know what's out there. I want to. I hope we come in contact with aliens in my lifetime. I want some answers. So got a lot to talk about my alien friend. All right. Good answers. I'm going talking dog. I want to know what Quinn is thinking. I just also, what if my alien friend is hot and has three boobs? Let's see. Well, you got to feed your family. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Total recall. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I want a hot alien friend with benefits. Yes, sir. If you guys said I wanted a talking dog with benefits, you guys would look at me wrong. <laughs> judge me, judge me, but you guys are perfectly fine with me. Banging Brought aliens. to you by PETA. <laughs> yeah, we would, we would, the red flags would be going up for that. <laughs> All right, would you rather be Archer, a young Montgomery Burns, Rick Sanchez, or Batman? And Seamus is going to be the first to answer this question. Um, I'm Batman. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to be Bruce Wayne? I, I mean, I'll tell you my answer, but I should add Scrooge McDuck. Fuck. I mean, I want to go Rick Sanchez, but he's he's old. But that's what I would so do. But brilliant. you can do whatever you want. Like you fucking hi, I'm fucking little Rick. How come he doesn't make himself young? He does sometimes. He went to high school. Little Rick. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and created, made himself a pickle, which I don't know why he did that, but it was a hilarious episode. Yeah, it was. I mean, huh. yeah, because you get to see, again, all the things out there I'd get to see as Rick Sanchez would be great. Yeah, you get that sweet fucking uh, control thing there that can go all over the fucking universe everywhere. Yeah, a little portal gun. Yeah. Yeah, but it also looks like a pretty dangerous life. Yeah, but you're a straight fucking G, though. It's true. I mean, yeah. I guess I have to go Rick Sanchez. Well. Oh, I know where this is going. My gut reaction is Batman, all right? <laughs> but if you think about Batman's life, it's kind of terrible. Like, both his parents get murdered in front of him. He's always getting beat up and fucked up and drugged by Scarecrow. And I just don't know how enjoyable his quality of life even is. I was thinking the same thing because he's always bruised and hurting. He's always aching. Yeah. And he doesn't have like Rick Sanchez gadgets and like stuff. I'm sure Archer's feeling that way as well. So you're taking young Mr. Burns then? I feel like young Mr. Burns is the safest answer. I don't (laughs) have the the sense of adventure that Rick Sanchez has. And, uh, Feel like like twenty something Montgomery Burns just kind of yeah. You just made your second million. You just met your new fucking secretary Smithers. Um, You just bought the power plant. Congratulations. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. I'm gonna go young young Mister Burns. That should be a fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that out. (laughs) We don't want anyone stealing that shit. Oh yeah, because you're gonna buy the rights to the character. But yeah, steal it from us. We'll we'll, we'll sell it to you. Oh, yeah, we're taking it. If at all possible, would you rather be a writer, an animator, or a voice actor? Um, and this is for animated three. shows. 
We have to choose. I mean, one. I would love to do all three, but I guess I'm going to be the voice actor. He doesn't have to do a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my. I mean, like as much as I love to animate, I feel like maybe animating a show would take my love out of out of it. I just got a lot of work. While. But if I'm a voice actor, I just go into a sound booth for a half hour and I get a fat paycheck and I'm done. Yeah, actually read while doing research for the show that H. John Benjamin doesn't even read the script. He just goes in and does the voice acting. <laughs> yeah, he's a straight professional. He's the man doing some Arby's, you know. Being a voice actor would be an awesome dream job. Oh, amazing! Like Melanie got like offered by some lady at some party, uh, like like a fucking like Hollywood party. I told her she totally should jump at the spot. You know that'd be fucking such a sick. It's hard to get into the business. It's like so you know it's it's tough. <sighs> I gotta say, this last question. Okay, ready for it? Yep. You're on an island. You're trapped. What show animated would you rather be trapped with? Well, you know, you got to go with you got to go with one of the the long running ones like Simpsons got to be up there or or Family Guy or South Park cuz you're going to want a, a lot of content. Yep, you only got one choice, friend. Choose correctly. <laughs> I mean, I'm going uh General Hospital. <laughs> Days of our lives. <laughs> the animated? Oh, man. That would fucking imagine that. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'd probably go have to go like Family Guy or something. Nice. Yeah, it's a good one. Now, I'm going to go Simpsons and I'm going to get a hold of Seamus on the adjacent island uh, and we'll trade DVDs that way. You can't do that. There's no wizardry in this. It's not wizardry, Greg. Wizards, it's a simple smoke. It's a single, uh-huh. simple smoke signal, all right? Seamus can you obviously... You guys are not it. close together. You are fucking on completely different islands, and you can try to get there, but there's shark-infested waters, and you're probably going to die. I think after rewatching all the same episodes, I would take that chance. After he's done with the 36th season of Simpsons, <laughs> he's definitely going to be willing to take the chance. No, he's going to be like, fucking, let's start over. After you've I done mean, the 36th season for the 36th true. time. I would forget all those seasons. Exactly. There. You're like, yeah, let's remember. do it again. <laughs> and uh, you'd be like acting it out on the island. You'd be like fucking doing your own fucking Simpsons. Good times. Yep. Great times. And that was Would You Rather. Yeah, all right, everyone. That's going to wrap up another episode. You're going to eat that crust. Thanks for listening. Check us out on all social media platforms. Follow me at Old Nerdy Bastard and Holy One Kenobi. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. If you think we're doing a good job, check out our Patreon on Anchor. Thank you all. If you're feeling generous, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Please give us some feedback. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, remember, in crust, we trust. We trust. trust. Everybody, I'm going to go dream about uh, uh, Jessica Rabbit and Lana. (laughs) Bane. All right. Peace out. See you. Later. This ends our podcast. But I just saw Event Horizon. Oh, you did? We gotta talk about it.
We gotta talk about every scene. I wanted to talk a dog with benefits because you guys were looking at me wrong.